Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to a very special episode of the Finger Guns podcast. I'm Manish Vosco. How are you doing? We are here to talk all about the final season. Well, not the final season, but the, the, the latest season of Stranger Things in a very big spoiler special. It's going to be pretty goddamn epic. So much so that the majority of Finger Guns haven't actually seen it yet. So we're going to talk with a couple of people brand new to Finger Guns and, well, the latest member of Finger Guns, Mr. Tom Woods. Hello, sir. Hello. <laughs> How you doing, mate? I'm doing good. Yeah. Good. Yeah, not so bad. Good, good. I'm very uh, excited to hear about your thoughts on yeah. the Upside Down. Yeah, I've got some. <laughs> oh, we're ready. We're ready. If you know anything about Tom, listen to his thoughts on Elden Ring or anything like that, or the Xbox Showcase, it's going to be pretty pretty wild. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to this. Um, so, joining us for the very first time is... My all-time favorite American redhead that is not Haley Williams. <clears throat> it's Shannon BC. Wait, are you telling me she's an actual redhead? I don't think she is, but I just like to believe it. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm sorry. You like just threw out a, a thing I did not know, and I was prepared to say something cool, but then my brain was like, no, wait, hold on. I got to figure that out. No, maybe she's not a natural redhead. I don't really know. Okay, well, so- I am. So I'm here to represent. Okay, well then, that makes you the ultimate number one because I'm not actually sure about Haley Williams. More yes. About it. There I you like go. It. All right, how you doing? I am. I'm. I'm good. How are you? I'm very well. Thanks for asking. Mm-hmm. Thanks for asking. No one ever asks how I am. It's always me going. <laughs> how are you guys? They go fine. End of sentence. I'll set an alarm uh, to ask you every day at noon how you are. <laughs> that would be so lovely. That would be so lovely. Thanks, Shannon. Of course. <laughs> and finally. A woman who once started an online internet beef with me about how NSYNC are better than the Backstreet Boys. Yeah, whatever. And broke the internet in the process. But thank God we're still friends. It's Danny Strail. Hey, I'm still right. You're not right about this. We're not going to get into this again, but you're (laughs) not right about it. Says the man who brought it up. All right. All right. How you doing? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Roscoe. How are you? I'm very well. Thank you so much for asking. You're so welcome. I couldn't let it go by after that whole spiel with Shannon. Oh, that was uh, that was truly touching. Thank you. <laughs> I don't think I've had Thanks for having people. us. Oh, it's it's an absolute pleasure. It's been a while. I, th- I feel like we should have done this a long time ago. Yeah. Because we've known each other for for years now at this point. Are your listeners going to be okay with the uh, the uh, grotesque Americans joining? Because it's um, all about the the land of the fuckery and home of the idiots over here right sure, now. Sure. I mean, we're not much better over here right now, to be honest. Okay, uh, but we have put a disclaimer at the start of the podcast just to just to warn everyone. All right, good. Uh, that there are Americans on. So oh, it's like a bad word. Yeah, indeed. Um, so we are here to talk the finale of Stranger Things and everything like that. I am going to start with Tom. I don't know what his feelings are, so this is going to be very exciting. I feel like he's been building this up inside, waiting for it to come out, much like Vector himself. So, Tom, your overall thoughts of Stranger Things four and the finale. How was it? Overall, I did like the series. I I think it's still a good show. But I've got so many like little problems like spruced throughout it that um by the end I was very like, oh okay. Um but obviously we'll get into talking points, but as a general sort of feeling, um good but flawed. Interesting. Interesting. I was actually expecting you to completely, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought you were going to 
slam it, but there are good moments. Oh yeah, no, it's still it's still like good. There's just I've got a lot of little problems, like I say, that add up to a less than stellar rating. Okay, cool, cool. I'm intrigued to find out what they are. Um, Shannon, what was your overall take on season four? Um, hands down, the best season. I I loved it. I, I I agree. There's like tiny problems, but I still think like the season itself was there was a good flow to it. It was put together really well, and like every single person acted their ass off. So like I I don't know. I guess I'm gonna be the fan girl here because I I'm gonna have a a hard time finding problems. I know there are, but I I I thought it was amazing. Nice. I like that. I like the uh, the the everglow of positivity that comes from um, Shannon's Beyond Stranger Things. We will get into little niggly problems very, very soon. I have no doubt. But uh, Danny, your overall take on season four? Uh, I'm pretty much with Shannon. I um, I loved it. I think that Dear Billy is one of the best episodes of television that I've ever seen um, from start to finish. Um, there were things, of course, that I didn't love about it. Like, for example, I kind of wish that Hopper and Joyce and everybody would have just, they all would have all would have been together. I kind of hated the whole Russian subplot. Um, but Hopper's alive, and in the end, that's what matters. So, yeah, overall, I think it's mm-hmm. definitely the best season. Um, I think the kids this season all deserve Emmys, especially Sadie Sink. She was phenomenal. Um, this is the season that I like Nancy the best. You know, she, she's always kind of graded on me and I really liked how she kind of really took her power in the season and was the, the you know, clear leader of the group. So um, as far as, as that kind of thing goes, um, you know, I'm all about the girl power. So I love that in general. And yeah, I think it's the best mm-hmm. season for sure. It's interesting, isn't it? Because you look at it um, from a standpoint, like I'm trying, trying not to compare it to the other seasons, but I think each season is so unique about Stranger Things. That's something that I find really interesting about it is that they always find a different way of telling the story, a different angle, um, especially like in season three, where it was so, it was so neon blasted and it was filmed in such a way that it was, if your TV could do high sort of contrast color, it would be just an assault on the senses. And this one was very much more horror focused. And I really enjoyed that. It was so dark this season. Um, and I don't think it, and I don't think it balanced out with something well, I sort of love about Stranger Things is that there's this joyous, fun, escapist side of it. But at the same time, there are these horror things that are going on in Hawkins all the time. And I don't think season four really led, led into that. I don't remember that many jolly bits from this season um, that I can really sort of put a finger on. So that from that aspect, there are there, there are kind of like issues that I have with it. But, you know, overall, it's a very interesting series. And I think that there are there are there are tropes with Stranger Things that are starting to bug me, and I hope it doesn't happen again um, because there's certain things uh, with certain characters which will which I'll get into that that have um, that's still great on me. But so far, it's uh, it's it's going uh, sort of rather well, and I can't wait till twenty twenty five or whatever it is the next season's going to start because it's it already feels way too far away. Um, but having a good time so far. So, um, yeah, let's get into what we have, uh, uh, things that we can get a little bit niggly about, things that we can have a conversation about. Um, I guess I should start with Tom, because Tom is the one evidently with the, with the most niggles. <laughs> so, um, so, Tom, let's uh, get into it. What, what was your kind of like uh, the things that, that made you seethe 
like a heathen and started throwing things around the room. Uh, not maybe not that badly, but the the only one that maybe made me get close to seething is uh, Eddie dying for nothing, <laughs> like no good reason. Yep. Um, I understand the like. Oh, he doesn't want to keep running. But in that scenario, that's the one scenario where running was very clearly the right choice. And he was he was doomed to die from the start. They've come out and said he was always going to die. But like literally at the end of his little speech in the first scene he's in, he says, oh, it's going to be my year. And then and there I was like, oh, you're dumb. <laughs> um, you've, you're, like, it's not happening. Um, and his death felt unfulfilling. Because he was great. I loved Eddie in this season. Uh, he was a great addition, but his death felt very, we need to kill someone, but we don't want to kill any of the main cast. Yes. Um, yes. Like, his whole thing is, oh yeah, I, don't, I keep getting told I'm running away and I don't want to be a coward, whatever. Mm. But the things you were running away from before weren't like a huge swarm of killer bats. <laughs> It's true. Mm-hmm. It's true. This is a trope with Stranger Things that is what I was talking about. They introduce a character just to kill them. And they do it in every series. They did it with Alexi. Remember Alexi? Alexi was awesome. Mm-hmm. The exact same thing happens. And it's like they're afraid to kill off one of these characters. Like the Stranger Things cast is getting bigger and bigger all the time, right? I know they're leaning into the last season. The last season, yeah, they may not all get out of it the other side. But Get rid of someone. I mean, I'm I'm going to be controversial now. Do we need Mike? He he felt very much the least important <laughs> person in this season, and he's supposedly the heart of the group. He he felt like he was in like maybe ten scenes. Yeah, he, he felt really like just superfluous to the story. Uh, now, and he's just there because he needed to do his "I love you" speech to L at the end. And yeah, it, it it didn't like that didn't land for me with him and that whole speech either. That felt very Deus Ex Machina sort of stuff. Um, yeah, save the world with love kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that did irritate me. Um, Shannon, am I am I are you seeding through your microphone right now? Or, or yeah, I'm about to those? hang up. Like. For real. <laughs> no, I mean, I I see your points. And I I agree. Like, I was hoping that Eddie would make it. It was it was kind of obvious he wasn't going to. But like, I was hoping that this would be the season where they don't kill off that introduced character. And if they do it again next season, like, I'll definitely be disappointed. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I guess for me, I don't want to pick it apart because it's just my escapism. And I need that because <laughs> this timeline sucks. So I know him, like Eddie dying, he died in the improper way, but he needed to go. Not because, yeah. you know, he, they need to keep up with the trope, but they definitely need to start killing off other people though. Like I, I really truly think that Max is gone. And I've read some theories about what's going to happen to her body and i really hope they come true like i i love max and lucas crying over her body broke me in half um 
but I, I want her to be gone. I, cause they need, they need that emotional punch. They need to do something to really make the journey with the characters more impactful, like up to the point of their death. So I just, mm-hmm. we'll see where it heads, but um, Mike, Mike was there to deliver the speech, of course. So I'm hoping they do more with him, but I don't think next season's going to, I think next season it's going to be Will and it's going to be L. It's going to be up to those two to save the rest of us. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, L will always be front and center, but it's going to be interesting. Again, Will had very little to do this season. And that was, aside from Cry a lot, I think that was kind of his main role. Um, sounds sounds hard work to be honest. Go to work every day and just do that. It's got to be like exhausting, crying that much and being that emotionally yeah. upset. You know, <laughs> but yeah. I, and the problem, like you were saying with the the or Tom was saying with the the big cast, um, everybody has their small part to play, and I think that's why they haven't killed anybody off. Like, how else was L going to get the motivation to find Max? Well. It, her, her boyfriend uh, he's the best he's the closest tie because obviously at that point hopper couldn't be like hey kid you can do it um so i it, there's a lot of people and there's a lot of pieces and i think the puzzle fits together well enough that i'm okay with it um mm. and i i did like the russia russia part of the series i i like the contrast and the fact that it made it worldly it wasn't just hawkins in danger you know like this is this is an earth problem um so yeah, we'll see if sure they keep it anyway. justin hawkins but yeah. i don't i don't know yeah the ending uh does ask open up a lot of questions um um daddy where do you think we, uh, it's going with max do you think max is going to survive it's so hard to say um I mean, I think the fact that she lived through to the next season means that she still has a really big part to play. Um, <clears throat> whether that means that she makes it to the end or not, I don't know. I don't know if you guys have seen this or not, but Millie Bobby Brown even called out the Duffer brothers like, y'all, it's time to start killing people off. Like, And they they were like, hey, give us give us some time. You know, we're not trying to, to slaughter the cast here. And I think that these characters probably do mean so much to them. I mean, if you put your heart and soul into creating something like this, I imagine it's hard to kill your characters off. Um, I do have a couple counterpoints though. So for the Eddie death, I, I agree that he deserved better, but if you're going to go out, go out in the upside down with a light show in the sky, absolutely slaying master of puppets by Metallica. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I couldn't That's have fair. think of a more epic death for that character. And I think I think that the fact that he really did have internal problems, right? Eddie's Eddie's problems were all internal. He didn't think he was good enough. He thought he was a coward. He said multiple times, I'm not the hero. And this was an opportunity for him because what he was doing was important, right? He was luring the bats away from the Vecna house so that they could get inside and his friends could be safe. So I mean, I, I understand that they, you know, they were close to being gone and then he went back and decided he needed to give Dustin a head start. Really who I was more upset about in that scenario was Dustin because it was like, bro, Eddie died for you. Go carry on with the mission. Um, <clears throat> but I think Ross, to your point about how it was hard to find joy in this season, I kind of feel like the point of that was that 
the joy is in those relationships. And even though everything looks very bleak, which is very similar to the current American landscape, if we're being honest, just with a bit less red sky and lightning, um, it's the people that you care about that make continuing on worth it. And those are the ones that give you the strength to kind of put your fears aside and decide that there are things that are more important than your fear. And those are the people. And I think they did a beautiful job of that this season of showing how interconnected all of these people are and not just the kids they're all you know they all have such beautiful relationships and and it's all seems very meaningful and I think Mike's main role in this season was to kind of sit back and help progress the story of others you know I I think we're going to see Will come out next season and I think um as far as Elle goes she you know maybe Mike does die and that's that's that emotion gut punch that Shannon talks about that makes her get you know level up her power a little bit to uh push it to the next level so I agree with Shannon I think I think the Duffer brothers are brilliant in that they have planned this big picture from the start and even if we kind of get lost in the sauce occasionally with figuring out what this means and what that means I think I think we're all going to be really happy with how they they pull it all together in the end that's my prediction I sure hope so because if, they, if this thing goes Game of Thrones, I'm going to be very sad. Oh, don't even say it. Don't even put it out into the ether. <laughs> oh, I, that would be so heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it will. I think I've got more control over it, to be honest. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, game, the Game of Thrones guys, they were done. They didn't want to do it anymore. HBO was begging them to stay and make more episodes, and they just wanted it to be over. So they were trying to get out of there and yeet themselves into their next project as quickly as possible. Whereas the Duffer brothers... They had, you know, it's always been five seasons to their mind. So they've kind of had the whole story written the whole time. So I'm, I'm hoping mm. just that nuance to it will help do it justice. Imagine almost purposely making the ending of your show shit just so you could leave and do something else. Oh, I can't. can't. Like, <laughs> it's like kicking your own child, isn't it, out of your house? It's so yeah, weird. Yeah, like anyway. you've, you've pissed all over your own legacy. How do you feel about that? Yeah. Anyway, this is not a Game of Thrones sport special. Um, no. we're, we're way too late for that. Way too late for that. And also, I can't I've imagine never... what that podcast would have sounded like. Oh my god! Oh, I've never <laughs> seen it. I didn't watch it, so I have no idea. Oh. But um, I just oh, I went on the uh, the fervor and anger of all my friends and people on Twitter. Yeah. And I lived vicariously through them during the it was uh, pretty powerful the last season. Wow, it was pretty intense. Um, there's there there are some kind of like other sort of like niggly niggly moments very very small things that i've always had a a slight issue with when it comes to stranger things and it's like the demogorgons they used to be really scary but now hopper can take them on with a sword don't i'm now i'm not going to jump in and say that that bit wasn't epic because it was firstly though anyone know where that sword came from um what was in the locker yeah yeah they had a big cabinet of weapons didn't they because they would fight the yeah. thing. They had like a bunch of like melee weapons in there. I don't think um, any of them any of them were guns. And there was one like of a them mace was like, and there was an axe. There was all sorts of sharp shit in there. And one of those things was like He-Man's sword. Or something. <laughs> yeah, and it was crazy. just like in the the prison yard too, right? He did. Mm. Somebody had grabbed it already. Okay, I must have that must have passed me by a little bit because I remember seeing it on the floor. Like it's like in a video game where like the one thing that you need the most is just right there next to you. 
And it was um, was like, okay, I'm just going to roll with this and just, just let it play out. He reached and he pulled into his bags, just like in a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You that's pull nice. anything out of your, you know, your bag. I mean, he is just basically like male American Mary Poppins. So that makes sense. <laughs> I true. accept that. Holy <laughs> hell. <laughs> Um, uh, Tom, do you want to uh, continue down your list? Yeah. Did anyone else think Steve was totally gonna die? <laughs> like, he does his his speech in the RV that they steal, where he's talking to Nancy about like his dream with six kids and traveling across the country or whatever. Um, and as soon as he said that, I was like, oh shit, uh, he's already got his six kids. Oh, no, because ki- I thought it was going to be her. Um, oh, you thought it was going to be Nancy? Yes. He's the one that was... Maybe still. It, I think one of those three is going to go, for sure. Like, they got to split that triangle up. I just thought but I still think go it's going to be Nancy. Um, yeah, I thought he was done this season. I thought he was going to die to save all the kids, because they're his six kids. There are six I mean, of them. That would be um, precious. It felt very like, oh, okay, you're maybe doomed. And that would have been like genuinely like a meaningful death in the series, which I don't think mm. any of them have really felt particularly meaningful because it is always like just us, like not any of the main, main characters. Um, I mean, Vecna had Steve, Nancy and Robin up against the wall for at least 45 minutes of their time, surely. He could have killed one of them, I think, in that time. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how they managed to survive that, to be honest, because it, it looked it looked pretty it looked pretty vicious. I will I will say that I think Steve will survive to the end for the mere fact that the Duffer brothers realized that their houses would burn to the ground if they killed him <laughs> off. Like fans <laughs> would swarm there and be like, "We're here, bitches." We're mad, and then they would be homeless. Like Steve's gonna survive because the fans love him. Isn't that well, isn't that more of a reason to kill him though? No, because yeah. I think the Duffers like their homes. Mm, we'll see. I will say that there were moments throughout this season that I was convinced probably at each one of them was gonna die at one point. Like they they would have had a very like poignant slow music scene, which if. I know this is this is a preference, but I watch Netflix with subtitles on because I can't have my TV up as loud as my deaf ass needs it to be sometimes with the kids. If you have never watched Stranger Things with subtitles, you really should because hmm. it, um, you know, like um, soft squishing sound, like it says that in yeah, the subtitles. I, I, I also yeah, watch amazing. the subtitles. <laughs> I uh, know. <laughs> My my favorite one is uh, Eldritch Froming. Yeah, oh that yes, which is my yes. favorite it, subtitle of all time. And it'll be like, like that's uh, a great band name, honestly. Yeah, and it'll be like intense synth music playing. Um, I just love how they narrate every single point of it. But um, yeah, there were points when I was like, oh, Robin's gonna die. Oh nope, it's definitely gonna be Mike. Oh no, I think it's gonna be L. Like I I do still feel like L might die. It doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility for me. And like mm. the ultimate showdown type thing with Vecna. Yeah, it seems, I think it seems fairly likely to be honest. I think yeah. she needs to. Yeah. yeah. They keep, they took her powers away for one season. Yeah. And now she's more powerful than ever. She brought someone back from the dead 
Um, yeah, I, which, I'm so confused about that still, honestly. Which like, I, I don't understand how she did that all of no. a sudden. The camera does a thing as she's panning away, as it's panning away from them, where it, rid, it, it turns anti-clockwise. Um, oh. Up from them. And I, do, I don't think that's a signifier of, like, she can reverse time for individuals. But... Huh. Could be, maybe. Well, Vecna could stop time, or Vecna messed with time. So you're saying it's not, it wouldn't be completely implausible to assume that L could too. Maybe. I mean, if they have the same, right, and they were in the same, you know, happy little rainbow room, and that and oh, that's we, a we question even... that I have. Do all of the kids that were involved at the Hawkins lab, do all of them have the exact same powers? Because if not, then it's a whole other thing. Like mm. yeah. I'm not sure that's ever Vecna. been I'm not sure it's ever been explored, is it? I no, they... it hasn't. Well, and I, think... I feel like that really needs to be addressed. Um, whether or not it pertains to how the series ends, but mm. It's just like if they're all carbon copies of each other, why was L the one that survived? Why was why was L L? Why did she make it? I think isn't it linked to MK Ultra stuff? Um I'm, I'm sure there was in this season, there was like a newspaper heading or something that linked Brenner to MK Ultra, which I don't know if if any of you are. I am familiar not terribly with. familiar with that now. Um as as much as I I'm aware of what it is. It was definitely something where the U.S. was investigating, uh, like psychic. Stuff. Oh, mind control. Yeah, um, I'm googling. Well, it's just another feather in our cap, isn't it? <laughs> Christ, are you surprised? Because I'm certain. No, not. I'm not surprised. But it's just like, will it ever end? No, and I think won't. the answer yeah. is no, no. <laughs> um, so I don't. I know I should really know this off the top of my head, but I got to tell you, it's been a while since I've watched the first season. Um, so these kids become these kids. They're not born this way, right? They're tampered with, right? With these powers, or are they born this way? I don't think Elle was born that way. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if they've ever stated beyond L how this stuff works. Yeah. So there was, a, there was that girl in season two for that one episode. Yeah. That was and her also mom, psychic. Her mom was at the lab, right? When she had her, or she was mm. under the control of this group. So I guess it's possible that her mother was tampered with while she was pregnant. But yeah. they don't really explain how these kids got their powers, if unless I'm I'm just not recalling it, which is entirely possible. And the reason I, think, I ask, I think you're is, on the money there. I don't know if you guys have watched the boys or not. I know Shannon has not, but so they become soups because they're injected. Um with this this serum um compound, compound v. v yeah and then they all have different powers from it so they like the compound v creates different powers and everybody that gets it so just shannon talking about that it reminded me of of how that works there and got me to think yeah i don't know that we really do know how their powers originated i think yeah i think they're born with it and then taken because they show signs of maybe psychic ability and then it then took L at the start because they were pumping her mother full of those like psychotic drugs. Like she was definitely created to be who she is, but none of the yeah. other kids, I don't quote me on it. I'd have to go back and watch or look it up or whatever. But I do think 
that Elle's mother wasn't the only pregnant lady that they stole from. So maybe the other kids were also born into it. But it's it's definitely not explained in the slightest bit. Okay. Mm, interesting. Well, when if you know the answer, please at us at, at FNGRGNX. <laughs> um, well, Sorry, when, we, when we see um, Vecna's backstory, I can't remember what his name was. Henry? Uh, Henry Creel. Yeah, Henry. yeah. When obviously we get the reveal that he's uh, Victor Creel's kid, he's already met Brenner at that point because Brenner, they were the, that was the reason they moved, right? Because he was doing like weird stuff, like yeah. mental power stuff. So I think maybe they're just born with it. Like it's just some people are born with powers. And then um, Brenner finds them. Yeah, mm-hmm. because Br- Brenner had already was already aware of Henry before they moved. I'm pretty sure they say. Right. Yeah, they were running from him, or yeah, or them, or X Y Z. And that was in what the 50s, 60s at that point, I think. Brenner did not have white hair then. He had no. He was a yeah, brunette. He was... brunette hair. <laughs> so to see the show's what 86, I think it takes place. Uh, this, this season, series, yeah. yeah, yeah, and the flashback at the start, I think, was seventy-eight. I'm pretty Sounds sure it was seventy-eight. Right, yeah. yeah. So Henry, Henry, at that point, is late twenties, I imagine. Mm. So yeah, I, f- I think the stuff with Victor Creel. I don't know if they actually specify a date when that happened, but I think it's the fifties. So this stuff's been like going on for way longer than obviously i think we've we've known i think at this point this is the earliest back we're aware that brenner's been involved with this sort of stuff um so maybe they are man manufactured maybe he's got something to do with that but obviously with him now being gone we don't think we're gonna get any more from him what are your feelings on um, the death of uh papa were you, um, um, were you? Was he? Was he in your in your mind? Was he good slash bad slash good slash bad? No, it was just ding dong. The witch is dead for me. Yep. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Okay. Like the way that Elle, she was basically like, and fuck you, good night. Like she did yeah. not give any crap. And oh, it was so satisfying. It was yeah. So great how they let how she just let, like stared at him like bye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, was I really like Matthew Mudine. I think he did a great job. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I've not seen him play a villain before, so I, I, I really liked him in this role. I was convinced was great. He, he, they were going to try and like do the, the fake where oh, all he, he, all, everything he's done, he's done for her, uh-huh. for the good of the world or whatever. And the fact that she's just like, nah. Nah, bitch. Bye. Mm. <laughs> That was, yeah, that I was think it was gratifying. handled well. I was glad they didn't yeah. try and redeem him. Uh, um, although, although her trusting him at all felt very dumb. Yeah, I know she's a kid, and obviously she had like a terrible, terrible childhood. So I imagine a lot of her thinking in that regard about him is obviously warped. Yeah, like the fact mm. all the, the kids, the fact all of the kids call him Papa is still very, very weird. And hearing Vecna say Papa. Yeah. In, in the scene with him and Elle, I was like, oh no. Oh, super creepy. This is a bad yeah. feeling from this. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm very glad they didn't try and like do the reversal. And hey, look, he is actually a good dude. It was like, no, he's he's like injecting her with something bad and he's strapped <laughs> this shock device to her neck 
Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember what the other doctor's name was, but I was Dr. Owens. Yeah. What, yeah. What's up what, with him? What's going on yeah. with him? Is he just I don't know. there to die? Justice for back. Paul Reiser. Okay. We didn't, oh, we didn't, we didn't see him. Live. We didn't see him die. The last so. thing no. the last thing we saw of him was when he was cuffed to a radiator, I think. Yes. Uh-huh. And, and the lady that yeah. he works with, the one that like kept answering the phones for him, she's still alive. So I'm yeah, hoping she, she makes a trip to the desert and go saves his ass. And yeah, then he brought, comes to Hawkins. She brought the kids back, right? Right. At the very end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What happened with the, the military stuff? That the yeah, that very that, that, very much got swept under the rug, didn't it? Yeah, the, the he, he, he just he walks away and then she destroys the helicopter and then oh what a great that's moment it. that was. That was uh, a good moment. I, that was beautiful. I, I, I want to know I, if that was like a real stunt. I get I get the feeling that but he it was may, practical. He may have mm-hmm. seen L take down a fucking helicopter with her own mind and <laughs> gone and gone, you know what? I'm out. Maybe not. I'm not doing <laughs> yeah. this anymore. Yeah. But his, I mean, his, same. His whole thing for doing it is because <laughs> he thinks she's behind all this stuff, right? Right. Um, and the fact that she just destroyed that helicopter with two of his men inside probably isn't going to paint the best picture of her for him. No. Um, yeah. I mean, I think he understands what a unique threat and powerful mm-hmm. threat she is. Um, I think he's a little bit misguided in his motives, perhaps, but I think the end game isn't terribly unreasonable on the FBI's part, if I'm being honest. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think we've seen the last of that. Um, I think there'll Especially be more. Like there, I think. It's the eighties. And like, there's so much tension between the USA and Russia. Like they're doing what they need to do or what they think they need to do to protect the country. Yeah. They yeah. don't know that she's not Russian, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Eventually they'll see in my theory is that now that the upside down is pretty much, now, not the upside down. There's now kind of on Earth. Leaked they, through, yeah. Yeah, they're going to turn to L to fix it. And they're yeah. going to be here to actually, you know, bring it all back to normal. Um, They realize how powerful she is and what she can do. And now she's more powerful than ever. Um, they're going to go, right, we need you on our side instead of trying to stop her, I guess. One would hope. That's my theory, anyway. Um, Let's talk about Kate Bush. Oh. Yeah, Dude, I didn't even know this is this is she this, existed. This is what I was gonna Stranger Things. ask. Uh, this is what I was gonna ask, dear Billy. We're gonna talk about dear Billy in a second because it's a masterpiece. Uh-huh. Do we have you, five hours to but, do that? Because I can talk. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys, you guys are not aware of Kate Bush. No, no, that's no. crazy. I was. So but I actually I'm heard that. Oh yeah, she, we are. We're, we're British. We are yeah. very much aware of Kate Bush. I heard that she played much more frequently on the British airwaves and did not really make it over here so much. Mm-hmm. Um, now I've heard Americans talk about her since then, like right, right, being right. envious that mo- many of us are listening to these albums for the first time and what masterpieces they are. But yeah, I did not know that song existed. I am an '80s fan, um, Same. so I was really, really surprised that I did not even know it. Yeah, it, I wow. was not aware of it in any way. That's amazing. So the first time you hear it properly is Max running for her life away from Wagner. Yes. Yeah. Ooh. Which which for me made it even more powerful because everything was new. It wasn't a, a song that I could tie to something else. I was just like, oh, yeah. oh, damn. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really true. I hadn't thought about that. Like, you know, so many of the popular epic scene 80s songs are ones we've heard a million times, but this one is unique to Stranger Things now. Like that will be the only thing that I think about when I hear that song from he- now until forever is Stranger Things. That's amazing. 
as as great as the version in episode four is, the oh, one that plays at the end of episode nine, I think. Well, when they mix it with the when they theme. mix it with mm. the yeah. theme oh, and the orchestra. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge sucker for if they put like orchestra drums and strings in same. any yes, music. Yes, same. Yeah. Just like inject it into my veins, please. That that <laughs> version of it hit me way harder than the one in episode four. I mm. I didn't watch the show until the week the last two episodes were out so i had heard a lot about episode four and yeah. i think in my mind i'd had it like over overhyped and it didn't really feel that great that scene is excellent uh with with her and vecna that scene is great but i didn't think the episode as a whole was like that amazing robert england cameo was great mm-hmm. um and obviously there's a lot of nods to him with vecna being somewhat elm street esque um yeah mm-hmm. but yeah that that it's it's great that that song is now out there um the by the weirdest coincidence i listened to the the whole hounds of love love album about a month before stranger things came out for the first no time way. yeah <laughs> that's crazy. i was aware of kate bush but i'd never like listen to any albums I'd, I'd heard running up that hill before and even without the rest of the album i mm. always thought that song was great um but i listened to the whole album probably like a dozen times in the month leading up to it because i like fell That's in so love funny. um it's just you like had one this of those... weird like um psychic <laughs> yeah <laughs> you just knew yeah, yeah it's, you... it's it's one you of those weird the rest coincidences of it's um, amazing. But yeah, it's a it's an outstanding album. Like mm. I I've not heard another album like it. Like the the first half is all singles that are great and the second half is a like 30 minute long concept album about witches and out of body experiences and it's insane and it's yeah. great. <laughs> there is nobody like Kate Bush and yeah, highly recommended to check out her um, back catalog. My biggest delight from this entire season, honestly, is the fact that she has made $2.3 million in a month. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because she, or maybe it was pounds. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, did, it go she, to, did it go to number one on the billboard? Yes. Yeah. It's, she it's it's she wrote it, composed it, performed it, produced it. She is getting mm-hmm. 100% of the royalties coming in on this song made 37 years ago. Yeah. She broke a world record. Yeah. I just think time that between is, a release and number one. It's my favorite thing about this it's, entire story. And I think that probably not to the same level, but I've seen similar things happening with Master of Puppets too. Um, yeah. I think it reached Billboard number one again. Mm. And they may have broken Kate Bush's record, actually. I can't remember about length oh, in between. Yeah. Um, but it, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, I just, I think that the Duffer brothers have done an extraordinary job with music the entire series. Yes. But sure. just this last season, um, I think that people don't focus enough on music personally. Like I always use the example of Guardians of the Galaxy in the mm. Marvel Universe. I feel like that took the whole series to a whole new level because not only was it great storytelling and great writing and we're going to forgive that the worst Chris is Star-Lord just for now because who could have known what would have happened but the music made it just a whole experience it was it was more than just a movie it was like an immersive experience because music has 
all of these ways to connect you to things and to, you know, jog your memory and, and stuff like that. So I really think that the music <clears throat> elevates the season even more. And I think the Duffer brothers are brilliant at that. Well said. Well said. I completely agree. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Season three was also great for 80s neon yes. cyber synthwave. I know a lot of people didn't like season three, but I did because it was different because it was so damn 80s that it was joyful and fun. And like the 4th of July, I'm telling you right now, like that's that the whole 4th of July thing, like holy America, that's it. (laughs) Even for those of us who don't like to celebrate 4th of July because we don't like to celebrate colonialism and theocratic (laughs) dictatorship. um, I had a 4th of July party because it's just like. It just feels good to like shoot off fireworks and barbecue outside barbecue, with your friends. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, I think the third season is probably like my second favorite or tied for the, with the first season is in the second spot for mm-hmm. me. And I think a lot of it has to do with nostalgia too. And I think one of the pools right. of the show in general is the nostalgic punch you get from it. I think the, the the finale of season three, where they're shooting off fireworks inside the Starcourt Mall, doesn't get more eighties. Yeah. It's that. so cool. Or more American. It's so cool. Yeah. God. Yeah. yeah and great. I like that each season has its own flavor. Like uh-huh. season one is mysterious, and then season two is like Me. I don't know how to describe that. Actually, maybe jur- like a journey because Elle's trying to figure out who she is. Season That's three the character is development season. Yes, and then season three is you know Star Spangled Banner, and then season four is the end of the world. horror. Yeah, yeah. this is pure horror, and that's mm-hmm. that's horror, what I love right. about season four. And I, I'm not a horror fan. I I hate. I, I'm the biggest oh, me shit too. on the planet. This is my limit, Stranger Things. I think. Me too. Me too. Me too. Which is why I love it so much because I can like dip my toe a little bit into that pond and still sleep at night. It's very yeah. nice. And now, see, I love horror. It's probably my favorite movie genre, and I still really liked this season. I thought it was done really, really well. It leaned into a lot of that, for uh sure. Yeah, so many nods to Stephen King and to like classic eighties horror stuff. Yeah, Yeah. Uh absolutely. Um, I should stress if you really love running up that hill, are you guys aware of um, Placebo, the band? I've heard there's a cover out there, but I haven't listened to it. I don't think I've heard of them, no. The, the placebo cover of Running Up That Hill is glorious. All right, I'm writing that down. And it will uh, it will give you goosebumps. I absolutely adore it, so check it out. I want to find the instrumental version. That's, yeah. that's my concern. The, 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 the episode four version is not on Spotify yet, which is barbaric to me. <laughs> um, I don't understand why they haven't thrown it out there yet, but I'm sure it's on the way. I bet I there'll be a so. season four soundtrack that they drop. Oh, my God. Give it to me. Which hopes, hopefully that means that all the versions will be in there, including that one in the finale. Yeah, I really hope so. Oh, really and then what? So. Um, what's what's that journey song? Separate ways. Oh, I yeah. thought that was very well placed because yeah, they were no all one's talking ways. about that one. I yeah, I agree. And I love Journey first of all, but mm. it was just it was a very I somber moment. Glee. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I blame Glee for, for everything. I blame basically. Glee for ruining Journey for people because I used to like Journey too, and then I watch Glee, and it's like, oh, gotta lose you, can't do it anymore. Sorry. Remember when everyone was like, really, like everyone looked upon America with envious eyes, and then Glee came out. 
Listen, I watched look, it. That's look, what Glee. Glee ruined everything. I'm telling you. It was Glee? That's it? <laughs> we can pinpoint it back to Glee? So long ago. Oh we had time to redeem ourselves? Is Give that me yeah. a time turner. God damn. God. <laughs> oh. Um, Somebody so, yeah. kill Ryan Murphy before he's born. Oh man, I wouldn't go that far. I'd just say don't do it. You know, I don't know. Right. I don't know, Ross. I think it, I think it might be the only way. He doesn't have to. He doesn't have to die. You know? I think he does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. This got dark real quick. Yeah. Anyway, so Stranger Things. Um, I mean, dear Billy was such a cornerstone moment in this series, wasn't it? It was. Um, yeah. again, the episode. Tom's probably right. The episode probably, as a whole, you know, was fairly forgettable. But those last. 10 minutes are probably the most unforgettable Stranger Things moments. One yeah. Of, I mean, I agree. I, if you look at reactions on YouTube to those moments, just people going, come on, just go, go, yeah. go. And it's just so, I mean, I was sat here on my own in my flat, <clears throat> excuse me, in my apartment and uh, doing very little apart from screaming <laughs> at the TV. Uh-huh. Like, going, come on, Max. Come on, Max. You're going to make it, Max. And you know, I thought Dustin was awesome in that episode. Oh um, man. Um, you know, just scream. He can scream better than I think anyone else. His mouth gets so big. I and know. It's like, what's her favorite song? And it's just all those moments that led up to that bit. And it was just oh, it was phenomenal. I thought the whole episode my... is gonna like I would be surprised. No, I wouldn't be surprised if it's taught in classes, like the cinematography, the writing, the act, there was nothing wrong with that episode in my eyes. Like it was just like realizing that Max is going to die and, and watching her come to terms with her own morality and like, and morality, mortality, I can word. Um, They both would have fit. No, no, they wouldn't. Both words. (laughs) No, I'm making it happen. But like writing those letters, it's, it was so, and like the underlying tone of <clears throat> it's sorry, it's it's sort of about suicide and like fighting yeah. to stay alive it, or, and and or not suicide but depression, like fighting mm. through the haze of depression. And it's just a very powerful episode that was very the way they delivered the message was perfect. Yeah. I think that's like the biggest thing about that episode. And, and, you know, this is true for me in a lot of ways, like something could be maybe not objectively done well, but if it makes me feel something, I'm always going to have a rosy view of it. So like for this episode and, and certainly, especially those last 10 minutes, but I felt like they did such a great job of portraying just the internal strife and agony and tension that Max was feeling constantly, right? Like, you know, maybe you've never been in that kind of a headspace. Maybe you have, you can relate to what it feels like, the, just like the exhaustion, the, you don't, you don't understand what the point of it all is. Why do you keep putting yourself through this? And then there's something that just clicks in your head sometimes and you're like, oh, this is it. And so I feel like that was kind of like the balloon burst at the end of that tension or she was like, no, fuck this. I want to live. I have these people to live for. I'm going to fight through. I imagine running in the upside down is like running when you're in a dream where it kind of feels like you're running through quicksand, you know, I don't know if that's true or if it makes any sense, but that's just in my head. And I feel like that's why we were just like, Max, you have to run because it looked like she was in slow-mo and I'm sure that was for effect, but 
I just remember being done with that episode and just like being stunned into silence, uh, goosebumps everywhere. And I, I mean, I had tears streaming down my face and mm. I was like hoarse from screaming at her to just fucking run. Yeah. And I, I just, the emotional punch of that episode is something I will remember for as long as I have my right mind, honestly. I mean, it was just a, a truly epic moment of television. And I think that's why we pop culture junkies get so wrapped up in this kind of stuff because it's almost like a high, you know, the, all the emotions that they make us feel, the chemicals moving around in your brain. It's something that is unique to media, in my opinion. The, um, the moment where the best bit of the whole thing is when they cut to black. And oh they... They give you that impression for the split second that they're going to come. Uh-huh. And, and then she wakes up in Luke's, Lucas's lap. Yeah. Oh, my God. Also, I definitely cried out. Like, she, I, I think I held my breath through the whole running scene because I was just like, oh, God. I mean, obviously, yeah. they wouldn't have done that because you're only going to watch the next episode like 10 seconds later. You right. Got to wait no, I had to get up from my survived. chair. Like, I, had, <laughs> I was binging and I had watched through season four and I've been sitting a long time. But like after that, I had to get up and walk around because I just like I was almost shaking because I was just <laughs> so wound up from it. It was amazing. Yeah, it was. It really was a masterpiece. And uh, yeah, that's that's one of the, the, the one of the greatest moments, I think, from the season for sure. Um, and I think Stranger Things is hitting on like a billion hours in streaming. Yeah, yeah I saw it. this. I mean, that's it's, a lot of hours, isn't it? It's the most watched Netflix thing. Like, they've got one more season, and then what, what are Netflix going to do? They're going to lose me. They've already announced at least one spinoff. Yeah, oh, really? It's going to be. Yeah, the Duffer uh, Brothers the Duffers, are going to make them yeah, they cre- They've created a production company with Netflix. Um, they're oh. doing a live-action Death Note series. Um, hmm. which the we'll Duffers see how are that doing. goes. But they've also mentioned that they're doing a Stranger Things spin-off, I'm pretty sure, as yeah. well. Isn't, isn't one of them going to be a... They're, they're, they're doing a stage show? A Stranger Things stage show, is that right? I have no idea. I haven't seen that. Oh, sure. I hope I read my that God. I feel like that would bastardize it. Not it, everything has to go to Broadway, man. <laughs> I, wonder, I wonder if the spin-off is just Will crying every episode. <laughs> You leave that. He is going through some shit. Okay. Yeah, he's, okay. he's Ross and in the eighties too. I'm sorry, but Ross. Two days ago, Variety Dude. says Stranger Things spinoff stage play in the works at Netflix as oh, Duffer God. Brothers expand development slate. That's what I'm saying. No. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. What is yeah, this spinoff going to be? That's going to be interesting. I guess we will never know until we know who survives the end. Mm-hmm. But um, unless it's a prequel. I'd be down for that. Young Brenner. Yeah. I would be down for that. Yeah. I'd be down for that. Or one. Yeah. It says that the exact plot details remain under wraps. Yeah. Or an Alexi show. I'd like that. I would watch they could, that. They oh can bring Alexi God. back to life somehow. Oh, listen. Oh, <laughs> what, Alexi, I can't... what a precious babe. What's the new Russian babe this year? The new hot <laughs> Russian. What's his name? Is that what's his name? Well, uh, they Dimitri. call him Enzo. Yeah. Enzo. Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I would be okay if he stuck around as well. Okay. Um, I, I saw I, listen, that they were going to kill him off. I like Dad Bod Hopper, and I also like Hot Ripped Hopper. So Hopper stays <laughs> in whatever facet he will continue to. I got to say, it's lucky for Hopper that he had to get ripped for a Marvel movie. Yeah, that in order can, for all this. Can to we work. just for a moment be upset about the fact that Hopper and Joyce still haven't boned? 
Oh, man. Dude, the phone call. Oh, I was like, nope, don't answer it. They'll be the fine. The world Nora. is cock blocking them at this point. I am like, genuinely amazed that Joyce it. even kissed him, to be honest, because he just said before that, I've been on a diet of maggots, maggots and moldy and bread. bread yeah. Oh my God. I literally said to my husband, man. I was like, how must he smell? I'm sure they have not given him toothbrushes in the Russian fucking prison. No. I cannot imagine what that would be like right now. And Joyce was like, screw it. I'm not going to do this anyway. I love that scene. He looked so genuinely happy. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about lasagna and breadsticks and then kissing Joyce. I know. I did love it that. Was, I mean, was, I, I got it too. Like, yeah. One of, I, I one of my notes that I made is just all caps Hopper and Joyce. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Why it. did you? Oh, okay. I was going to say, why is it all caps? Oh, no. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I love that they finally <laughs> got their kiss. Me too. It was a good was kiss very, too. It was very sweet. But yeah. Yeah. Fuck that phone mm. Now they got a bone. My God, come on. I know it's Netflix and blah, blah, blah. But like, don't, don't leave me hanging, please. <laughs> yeah, They're going to be boning. They'll be, caught by, they'll, they'll be caught by one of the kids or something and they'll just never get it. I, just I swear if that happens, Ross, I don't care if it's three in the morning there. I am calling you on Facebook and waking you up and yelling at you for bringing <laughs> that into existence. Okay, thanks. I'll look forward to that. <laughs> Deary me, Joyce. Joyce has to get after like four years. Joyce probably deserves some, doesn't she? To be fair, yeah, absolutely, she does. Yeah, yeah, she's been. She she deserves a good man and some good dick. I don't care, Jesus, what you have to say about Sean Astin. She's not getting that from him. Okay, Bob uh, is a nice man. Yeah, Ho- mm-hmm. he's not Hopper. That's now what I doing. Hopper. Hopper would make you. Um. Uh, I. How how X-rated can we get on this podcast? I'm just wondering. You're good. You're good. Crack on. Do what you do. What Holy you wish. Holy shit! <laughs> like you would lose track of how many times you orgasm with Hopper. It yeah. would be amazing. You imagine Hopper... the energy that man has now. Yeah, <laughs> and you. I can okay. tell you right now, just by looking at him and seeing that beard, he's down for the dirty stuff. So <laughs> I can tell just by looking at a person, and Hopper is like... down for it, and Joyce deserves it. Okay, and Where's I want the her. Sign up sheet. Yeah, I want her to get her some hopper, and I want her to get it now. Hop on after hopper. he has showered and thoroughly brushed his teeth. <laughs> and deodorant, like I'm sure that's pretty nasty too. I mean, yeah, I mean, clean clean it up the a whole little thing. bit. I'm sure he's happy to do that. I'm sure he feels gross. And mm. then carry on, young lovers. Let's do this. Anyway. Well, so <laughs> so that's what, what Danny and I you, discuss. This is what happens when you invite the American women onto the podcast, okay? It's true. You did it's this true. to yourself. Yeah, it's true. Uh, Tom, do you agree with that sentiment? Oh, yeah. 100%. <laughs> yeah. They, they both deserve it. Absolutely. Yeah. They do. Maybe that's what the spinoff is. Just an X-rated. <gasps> oh, my God. Count me show. in. Count well, me in. That ain't going to be on. That's going to be on HBO. That's not going to yeah, be on yeah. Netflix. Well, I yeah. have an HBO subscription too, so bring it on. I'll, you know what? I'll be over. All right. Do you guys watch this together? Just like under a duvet, just eating popcorn and. Um, we don't, not for Stranger Things, but we do for Outlander and we did for Game of Thrones. Okay. And we will so, for Game of Thrones. Yeah, we will for the spinoffs too, because we're yeah. going to watch them. Oh, for the, Ma- the, the, the Matt Smith one. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I think that's our next month. Matt Smith, soon, yeah. I mean, I know, oh. I know nothing about uh, Game of Thrones, but I saw him in that wig. It was like, you know what, Matt Smith really is a 
Targaryen. He probably just he looks he, he looks always, really good. He's in born it. to be a Targaryen. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know how many of you have seen Ghostbusters too, but he straight up looks like a young Vigo. In he that really trailer. does. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's the first thing. Yeah. Great shout. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's the best one. Although he keeps popping up in like franchises, like really shit versions of the franchise. Like he was in Terminated Genesis, wasn't he? He was in Morbius. Yeah, Morbius. And... Oh, did you guys see oh, Morbius? No. I never watched it. I didn't see it, but I, I feel saw like it. I have. <laughs> I saw it. I saw Morbius. I sat through Morbius. Do you need to see it for continuity of the series? No, no. Okay, no, I'll skip no. it then. I'm very. What glad I'm saying, the meme didn't pay <laughs> off for them. What I'm saying is, if they switched roles, if Matt Smith was Morbius. And Leto was Matt Smith's character, who I can't remember the name of. I think it would have been a much better film. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Smith has got the charisma to pull it off, and Jared Leto should have the charisma to pull it off, but somehow doesn't. Oh, and... that's what you get for being a rapey bastard. Get him! Uh, get him! Uh, <laughs> allegedly. Grimmers, I say Grimmers allegedly. abound. Allegedly. Yeah, okay, allegedly. Say allegedly. allegedly. Um, before this podcast gets ripped off uh, Spotify. Again, <laughs> you knew what you were doing when you invited I know, us. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Allegedly a groomer. Okay. <laughs> Let's get back on topic. Um, uh, Tom, have you got any more uh, pernickety notes? Um, I, I do have some. Yeah. Let's, um, let, let, let's get back on track somehow. Vecna was real cool, but he didn't do a lot of like worth by the end. Like it felt very anticlimactic, him and L. What? Yeah. I, I, it didn't feel like. All that, like, it didn't feel like they were in danger with him at that uh, point. To me, uh, Max, Max very much felt like she, she was done. That I was like, okay, and that was kind of a shock. Um, but I, I just can't get excited for like fights where there's just people like waving their arm in front of their face and then getting pulled by wires. I don't know. It didn't feel very high stakes for me. I feel like I'm probably in a minority, but I got, I don't know. I thought like all of his backstory was great. The fact that they tied him into Creel, I really didn't see coming. Um, yeah, me either. But that final, that final scene with them where she just sort of throws him into a pillar and then he turns to dust and then they just shoot him. Obviously, I th- Will says at the end, he's still there. Right, some capacity, and I think they've said there's going to be a time jump. Yeah, because the kids are getting uh, so the, old. Yeah, like two or three of them are twenty now. Yeah, <laughs> um, I get what you mean, especially I think because we know he's not dead. It was like oh. it felt very um, point. I don't know, pointless. Like what? What was that whole battle about? Now, if he's just going to come back? Yeah, and I don't, I don't know how they make him more powerful because obviously, like I said earlier, they've literally given L the ability to unkill people right <laughs> um i don't was... think he's going to be in the same body i think if you look at the final scene and they're standing looking at hawkins on fire it looks like the mind flare all the clouds look like mm-hmm. the mind flare so we're not going to deal with vecna anymore we're going to have a different um vessel but, that... but then what did will mean yeah you just mean will's... it's vecna in a different body I, I think his essence is somewhere, but I, I do think it'll be in a different body. Because Henry Henry essentially created the mind flare, didn't he? Isn't that what that little flashback was alluding to? Where he I thought so. Yeah. Raises his yeah. hand and sh- shakes the dust like, around. Tames it? Yeah. I, I took it like it's his pet. 
see i kind of interpreted it as vecna was like patient zero in this whole thing mm-hmm. like he caused everything else. yeah yeah absolutely that's yeah that's definitely what i got from it as well um, like from the beginning it's been him yeah that's 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 the setup i sort of got like because they talk about there's, there's a flashback where billy um says uh we're doing it for you or something uh-huh everything everything we're doing for you is so vecna's always been planning this exact plot and i think that's why he lets max go yeah because he could have definitely definitely killed max oh yeah in, in episode four he lets her go that's how i see it absolutely and also when will gets captured he hears the clock mm-hmm. so that was him as well it was vecna as well um wait what so in the first season when will is captured when he like falls off his bike in the woods mm-hmm. he hears the the uh, the grandfather clock chime what yeah. i will i will say the duffers have come out in an interview and said they've gone back and re-edited old episodes so that could have oh. been added in later i was like okay. i don't remember that at um, all but like because they said no one's noticed that they've done it they've been full <laughs> star wars and just re-edited yeah the yeah yeah they're, rude they're, <laughs> So I that I don't remember that happening originally, but I also don't really remember much of that because it was so long ago now. Well, yeah, I actually just think... rewatched everything in the last month to kind of like refresh myself, and I don't remember that clock noise. So that's interesting. Mm, must have been recent. Well, and I also think we didn't realize it was important then either. You yeah. know, so you're not mm, you, true. It doesn't notice. Don't it associate then, it. Yeah, because there's so yeah, much happening sort of like in the first sting season. Sound exactly. So yeah, I mean, and I think I think that's one of the cool things about the show is just how many people are dedicated to um, kind of picking it apart and putting the puzzle pieces together, um, and all the theories that have come out of it have been interesting, and many of them have come true. So I think you know people are really into it and like to spend their time on it. Mm. Yeah, the, the the Vecna vessel thing is interesting. Um, I don't I don't really have a theory on it. I'm just gonna sort of like kick back and see what happens but you know shout out to nancy and peppering him with shotgun sh- oh, shells dude, oh my yeah. god that's great i was sick man that was so good i really did like nancy this season yeah nancy nancy kicked ass this season she sure. is the badass yes love it i honestly i was hoping that jonathan was gonna die um it feels like he's got uh, nothing to do now i, I don't think like he will i don't like his stupid face um, and i want nancy to be with steve Oh, that's what they want you to they're manipulating okay. you okay. Damn, that's what they want you to think <laughs> how 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 do people feel about this weird love triangle they brought up again because for me when steve's like oh nancy it's always you in his like dream that yeah. felt like i was just out of nowhere like for last season he totally had a thing for robin and obviously she came out and said i'm a lesbian um but it didn't. It hasn't felt like throughout anything beyond season one that he's like been carrying a torch for her at all. It oh, see, I disagree. Very... I disagree too. And really? especially after yeah. I don't know who said it, but oh, I think it was Eddie that said it to Steve that Nancy jumped in that like right after you. Yeah, yeah no yeah, hesitation. Yeah. And that was the signal to Steve. Oh shit, she does still care for me. Uh, I just felt and like what... Steve's Steve's love life's a hot mess, and the yeah, only one he's ever sure. loved is Nancy. Like. And I would I would bet the reason that his love life is a hot mess is because he's loved Nancy the whole time and hasn't been able to have her in his really handsome arms. I suppose <laughs> I suppose it just felt like the last couple of seasons they haven't really touched on any of that, so it felt very 
abrupt. Mm. There was and, that scene and, um, briefly where Jonathan was explaining that he was going to go to college. Yeah, he he says like mm-hmm. he's going to split up with her to uh, his yeah. his high friend, his stoner friend. I can't remember his yeah. name. Argyle. Argyle. He's great. I loved him. Argyle. Was fantastic, Argyle. Yeah. I, I was initially like, oh, this character type, but then I was like, no, okay, he's great. Yeah, <laughs> like he's definitely oh, the comedic relief, like without a doubt. Yeah, but Mar- Murray's still great. got a little of that too, and Murray came through. Oh yeah, he did. so good. That plane fight scene was awesome. Yeah. Uh, it was. That was like one of my favorite scenes of the show so far. Um, I'm glad that they turned him into an actual character and not just right? a tinfoil hat guy. It, it it's like the surprise of how guess what? He's not full of shit. Like yeah. he, no, he's he brilliant. He comes through. I um, him acting like Yuri was one of my favorite parts. <laughs> yes. That's yes. Great. the season. But yeah, I, I I I guarantee he was not meant to be anything more than like sort of a joke in season two. And obviously yeah. fans latched onto him as fun. Just like um, they did with Steve Harrington. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Steve's I, I think Murray's always he was always meant to be there because he's the Russia connection. Like nobody else speaks speaks Russian. They needed him True. this whole time. But I like how much they gave him. I don't think they were going to give him yeah. as much. He felt like he had purpose this season a yes. lot more. Yeah, and him and him doing getting a black belt with a bunch of kids was very funny. Yes, <laughs> it's so very Murray. It's yeah. It's but see, on. that's kind of what I was alluding to in the beginning too. Is that like at first he was very he was very rudimentary, right? He was not fleshed mm-hmm. out, and then but they kept him around because they knew that he was going to have big things to do later in the series. So. That's kind of why I'm willing to sit back and just trust the process with them because they haven't really let me down yet. Same. Yeah, I'm I'm still looking forward to the last season. I think we've probably got a couple of years wait still. Yeah, I think I heard um, 2024. That's, that's what, what I'm, I keep that's seeing. That's what I'm guessing because yeah. obviously there's not so much issue with COVID delays now. Right. Um, but yeah, the three-year gap felt way longer than three oh, years. It really did. Um but yeah, I'm I'm still like as much as I've got like issues with with this season in general. Um, I'm still really looking forward to that last season, and they've said they're keeping it all in Hawkins as well uh, for this last season. Um, See that? Yeah, that 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 sounds good to me. Which they yes, definitely needed to do. Yeah. They needed to bring everyone back together again. One of the so things I've... that the last sorry, Tom, go on. No, no, just fine. God. Um, yeah, I need all these guys together. Yeah, same. Mm-hmm. They're the better last, together. The last two seasons have been all they're all separate, and then they get that nice scene at the end of the season where they all come even, together again. Even in season two, they just get rid of Elle because yeah. she could solve the problem right away. So they need yeah. to write her yeah. out of the area for some reason. It's the it's the, uh, the uh, Captain Marvel trick, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, it's happening on other planets. Bye. Yeah. yeah. And so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I it would be nice to have like a season where they're all coordinating. As a team, I feel like season five is gonna call back to a lot of season one moments because season one was obviously very, very isolated in Hawkins. Um, season one felt very like Stephen, if Stephen King and Steven Spielberg did a movie together or a show together, yeah, it had a lot of that. Absolutely, that's that's sort of the basis of a lot of the show, I think. Obviously, as, as it's gotten further through, the plot has gotten significantly darker. Um, yes. this season like that that when when Chrissy dies right at the end of episode one 
it was yeah. like whoa yeah that's 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 a for real bad death i don't deal well with like bones breaking i that's what i'm like Ugh. oh god and I then her eyes ears. just exploded like, that was that <laughs> it was, was brutal as hell. nope 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 <laughs> um, but as yeah. as someone who loves horror and 80s horror as well that was like oh this is what they're leading into this season like i i had barely watched any like trailers or anything either so like seeing vecner and seeing that he was also like a practical costume too for the most part was great mm. and the fact that they finally have a villain that is not cgi yeah. um did Absolutely. a lot um mm-hmm. he, he's the most threatening this the show has ever felt he felt like a big deal and that's why i sort of felt the climax of him was uh underwhelming because he felt so genuinely terrifying dangerous. yeah he's yeah he's, he's a monster mm-hmm. um oh God, when when Elle's like tied up and she's like uh bren is the real monster i i, I did do i think i let out a groan because like you can't look at this dude and think no it's Brenner who's at fault here like because he was clearly like he t- he tells about like even as a kid like he he messes with that rabbit yeah um, he's like always been a monster um, I don't think she actually believed that I think she was saying that to like get Vecna to calm his tits that's and, what you know, I was maybe find some reason that's what I figured she was doing but by the end it felt like she sincerely meant it like I thought oh this is gonna be her like playing a trick to get control of him or something I thought she was gonna maybe like jump into his brain which like that that right. thing she does but yeah it sort of just yeah. felt like she was it felt to me like she genuinely believed this is all because of Brenna and it partly is but he's definitely yeah. always been right a monster like right. this this stuff he's doing is objectively just, bad yeah yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's just awful and he always looked like a bad guy didn't he he always looked like a, a well, preppy kind of like posh school bad guy listen the minute jamie campbell bauer came on mm. i was like okay i don't know who he's gonna be but i can tell you right now he's not just an orderly and because my daughter and i were talking about it she's almost 13 and she was talking about how hot he was and i was like that's a, he's a pretty big deal you know he's like a pretty, a pretty big name you know i bring didn't a know guest him before on. this yeah he's oh, in really? uh sweeney yeah, Todd. No. He's sweeney Todd. Todd. Yeah. Sweeney Todd. He's excellent i love jamie um, campbell bauer i think he's a great oh. actor and so the minute he came on i was like there's more to you than what it seems yeah, and so it, sophia it, was like wait what do you mean i told her mm-hmm. and she was like oh that's weird. I wonder how that's going to play out. And and then it was like, oh, he's the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. See, I told you. The fact that I recognized him, I was like, okay, you're someone. Yes. And you have to be someone important. I was like, okay, it's probably you. Uh-huh. And that's interesting because I bet it took me longer to figure it out because I because you didn't recognize, recognize him. him. Yeah. Right. yeah, yeah. And when I, I did figure it out, I was like, oh shit. Okay. I no, I won't right. say I had no idea that it was going to end up the way it did. That he was mm. Victor Creel's son, and he was going to end up being the whole. Oh, yeah. him, him, being the, him being like, the son that whole scene totally. revealing it was oh, beautiful. Oh, it was mm-hmm. so good. But yeah, was, like the tension was amazing. I loved it when I saw him come on. I was like, I did not know he was going to be in this season, but now I'm super intrigued. Mm, it's very exciting to see where it goes I, I, especially, I with, hope, especially with Vecna I hope he comes back genuinely because he's yeah. great as Vecna he will, he, he didn't die I, um, yeah I, I just hope he's back in at least some form and I feel like that's what they were alluding to with Will at the end where he gets his little his little upside down tingle 
It's um, upside down tingle. Yeah. And his neck. Yeah. yeah. Um, his little will tingle. Like, Will is probably the best out of all of these kids as well, I think. The scene the scene with him in the car with oh Mike um, was, like, outstanding. That's clearly him having a coming out moment. Yeah. It feels the, the turn away, the cry, Jonathan looking back at him, and then mm-hmm. the little talk that they have. Yeah. Which felt like the most Jonathan had to do in the season two. Yeah. Because, like, that was a great scene. Uh, I've, I've Jonathan always had to smoke thought... a lot of weed. That's what Well, true. don't we all? True. Come on. He had a bunch of weed to smoke. He needed <laughs> yeah, to... but so did Argyle. To be and Argyle, he was very impactful, I thought. Yeah, without him, they wouldn't have had the salt bar. Yeah. yeah. Um, or the I... getaway car. Yeah. Or the getaway car, yeah. As much as I joke about Will, I do think his story is one of the more interesting ones that's currently running. Um, I remember, was it season three? They were, he was upset because he just wanted to still be a kid and everyone yeah, else yeah. was getting a bit older. They were gang and girls. Yeah. He was like, I just want to just, just wanted my... to play DD with his friends. I play DD, man. That's, that's, that's all I want to do. I and I, I really felt like that's, that was what they were leaning on. I always thought that mm-hmm. Will was sad because Mike was leaning so close to L that he was losing his best friend. Mm-hmm. That yeah. I, I didn't, I didn't put it together that he was actually had feelings for Mike. Yeah. Until, until like the end of the series, and I started seeing theories. I was like, "Oh shit, I missed that. I, mm-hmm. I completely missed that." Oh yeah, the carry on from the previous season. In in the last season, it felt very much just like a kid still wanting to be a kid. This yeah. season felt like it really cemented the theories about like he's either gay or he's just like asexual. Because obviously, this is the eighties too, so the AIDS panic was a big yeah. deal too. So I think he's clearly struggling with something and talking about like i think he mentions like he doesn't understand what like l doesn't understand why she's different or being different is tough blah blah blah. um and like clearly that's him feeling that already or him turning and crying is him realizing that that's him too yeah there's a moment at the start where like a girl slides her foot to him and he like just sort of bats her away but completely nonchalant um, it's yeah. It, it felt like oh, okay. They're confirming that Will is yeah, like either gay, asexual, something, and he just mm. he's either grappling with it or he's just figuring it out. Um, I actually think the way that they handled the LGBTQI plus storylines were really well done. It's great. Um, now this is coming from a cis straight woman um so but i have seen other lgbt um creators agreeing that you know it that is what it feels like when you have that realization the way that will is struggling within himself like is this true do i tell people mm-hmm. will they hate me will they still be my friend and then with robin the fact that steve would rather think let people think that he is suffering from unrequited love with rob with robin than to out her I think is such a beautiful display of friendship Mm. and I think it really speaks to the character of Steve Mm -hmm. and what a tremendous arc he has had. He's not just a jock. Like, yeah, yeah, from the spray painted Nancy, uh, whatever is a slut um, on the cinema sign and to this person who will protect his best friend's secret at his own peril. Um, I think is just is it felt very well done it felt very respectful it felt very relevant to 
the things that these people, you know, truly suffer every day. And I think that the Duffer brothers did a beautiful job with it. Yeah, Steve's character growth has been fantastic, hasn't it? Throughout he's, the yeah. he's had the best arc out of any of these Absolutely. characters, I think. Yep. Which probably Which is means wild for someone that was gonna get killed off. Yeah, he yeah. was and he was so immediately like dislikable or unlikable. Yeah. And they've just like completely turned him around. Like last season with him in the Scoops Ahoy. Oh my god. And his oh his, my god, his friendship so with Dustin. This season with him yeah. being jealous of Eddie and Eddie being jealous of him was also like yep. excellent. <laughs> um yes. Yeah, he is so cute with those kids. I can't even he's stand great. It. How many uh, children are you friends with? Six. <laughs> yeah. This is why I thought he was gonna die. I thought his dream uh, he's already living it. He's got his six kids. Uh, <laughs> and he's raising them with it makes Nancy. sense. I thought the same thing, Tom. I really did, but then mm-hmm. I was like, but Nancy's the center post between these two men. Like, I just, I expected her to die before either of them. I'm ready for Jonathan to go at this point. I mean, that might sound insensitive, but I I, I really am. Nancy's going to declare her love for Steve, and then Steve is going to die horribly. Yeah. I, yeah. I, and we know that's yeah. going to happen. <laughs> or Jonathan's right. going to die. And Shannon's going to call her. me at 2 a.m. Be like, you fucking did this. <laughs> I, do you think for one minute I won't call you at 3 a.m. to lecture no, you? No, no. I, I, will, I, I believe it completely. <laughs> I've, I, I've seen the lengths you guys go to to set up an argument. So, you know. Oh. Are, are you going to bring I, up extra boys and Vincent? Can no, you no, fight about that? Sure referring. No. Yeah, I guess no. can't, can't place I was it. A, I was the last one to do a video and you gave up, but whatever. I'm just I'm saying. <laughs> oh, didn't seem worth it. Oh, oh! <laughs> damn. Um, okay, cool. Where are we? Uh, any final thoughts? Any um, Anything else that we've missed that you'd like to get into? I've got one little thing. Go for it. Um, it's my favorite little Stranger Thing moment that has ever been. I can't <laughs> remember which episode it is, but they're all in the video store looking for um, Eddie and Steve says something to Robin about helping the just helping the customers because uh because they're all girls. And a guy walks through the door and she winks at him, and the bell for the door rings as she winks. It's like a teeny tiny little moment that I just loved. It felt like very uh Edgar Wright-esque. Nice. Um, That's a cool moment. Yeah. That's I don't that. I don't think enough people picked up on it, but it's uh it's just like a really great little edit that stuck in my head as something like very fun. Oh, Danny, Jean, you're, you're, you are the right people to ask this, actually. Is, Hawkins isn't a real place, is it? It's not um, in Indiana. It's not a real place in Indiana. You know, I actually do not know. Oh, God. I don't believe uh, so. I'm from Indiana. Americans are geography, man. My God. Oh, uh, I am a Do you know how big our country is, bro? 100%. <laughs> I could not fill out a map of the United States if you held a gun to my head. I swear to God. Yeah, I couldn't do that with Harry. Hawkins is not real. I just. I mean, there are towns. As someone who grew up in Indiana, that Hawkins just exists under a different name. That is absolutely Mm -hmm. how it is there. It definitely exists. It's just especially Hawkins. One thing we didn't talk about. Oh God, he was terrible. Jason, the whole satanic panic. Oh, oh yeah. God. Okay, dude. I what literally said to my husband, I was like, that is a future QAnon congressman right there. That's what I, that is. I blinked and missed his death. And oh, thought, the death was astonishing. I was, I was, oh, it, was, yeah, it, was it was quick and beautiful. Yeah. yeah I, I caught it on reverse because I was um 
essentially live tweeting to my friend over WhatsApp, like, because she'd already seen it. Um, and I just thought, oh, they just did nothing with that Jason plotline by the end. And she, she was like, uh, did you, did <laughs> you miss something? Rewind. Did you, Hold she on. was like, go, go rewind. So I did. And I was like, oh, okay. He got a bat. Yeah. Um, that's like <laughs> rough. Deserved. But also, I can completely understand the way he feels because he saw something he totally can't explain and he already had this prejudice against hellfire and obviously satanic panic and with D was a huge thing so yeah. i understand his logic but by the end of that his like his story he looks totally like he was completely unhinged he's a, he's a wreck yeah mm. um but the, the the scariest thing for me honestly jason was one of the scariest things in the season for me because yes. those people 100 exist. exist and are 100 yeah. legislators around in us. this country and they are da- they're dangerous they're dangerous people and mm-hmm. he was dangerous i mean he ended up being an ineffectual little cunt but at the end of the day you know if he had had a little longer to live he could have caused real damage Oh, for sure. I mean, he caused enough damage, you know, fucking with their plans. Yeah. And like, and that, you know, that whole scene in the attic with Lucas and yeah. Max and like her first bone break. And I was just like, oh, I might, like, I, I texted Danny, sure I'm like, my dead. face has been wet for an hour because I can't stop crying. And like, I didn't get to watch until like Monday. So it came out on Friday. And my daughter and, and Shannon, I hooked them up on Snapchat because. They needed somebody to talk about Stranger Things <laughs> with, and I had not seen it yet. So now they're like BS, BFFs over here. Um, but we had such a busy weekend last weekend that I, we didn't even get a chance to watch it until Monday. So Shannon is like berating me, like, have you fucking watched it yet? And I'm like, yeah. no, I wish I had. I'm sorry. Shannon so, and I had a brief chat in on Facebook about it. Um, yeah, well, and which, I saw which, you which, that- which birthed this, this podcast. And yeah. I remember you put the comment and you just said like Erica, which mm. I don't yes. know how we haven't talked about Erica yet either because she oh. is Erica is MVP. She's, she's top five for great. me. She's a mm. top five character for me, one hundred percent. That ball kick was so square and so sound, <laughs> and I mean I felt the pain of that man, and I don't even have that genitalia, so I just think that she is. When she was describing her, like I don't know anything about D and D, but when she was describing her character to Eddie, mm-hmm. she's like, "I'm a chaotic good, whatever it all is," and I was like, "Bow before her yeah. right this minute." Um, <laughs> I don't even know where I was going with this whole point, but because I got really distracted it's... by Erica and how we haven't even mentioned her yet, so I, like, I can't even believe it. When I read that when Lucas was in the attic calling out Erica's name. That was improv. That was not in the script. That was just him doing his thing. And like, I saw, I, I sat and I thought about it that like, if I was in a scenario that my boyfriend had just been like, you know, cracked in half in front of my eyes and my brother was there helping, I would absolutely be screaming out Mitch's name. Like, please come help me. Like it, it makes sense that that improv went that way because while I love and trust my friends, like my brother, he's my brother. Like we share a brain. He's the one I would call out for if he's nearby to get help. And I think that's why I like it so much that it it just shows that they're still kids in a way dealing Mm. with like life and death, literally. Right. Yeah. More so than most as well. (laughs) Sorry. These kids have gone through it, haven't they? The last few years. They sure have. Absolutely. Oh my God, it's crazy. But yeah, that whole scene with Max and Lucas was fantastic. 
and um, Max was the whole. I can't feel anything. I can't see anything. Oh, oh. It's just like I don't oh my go. god, I don't want to die. Yeah, oh god. it's like Terrible. don't bring up don't bring up David Tennant lines at me right now. I don't need it. Oh, <laughs> it was it got really. Oh, that's brutal. a Doctor Who thing, right? Mm-hmm. That is a Doctor Who thing. Yeah. Oh, don't man, come on! I will mute myself and cry. Give me a minute. <laughs> I have not, not over, watched we, Doctor Who, but I've, over, I've been around uh, you a lot long enough to know things not, about it. We're not over uh, David Tennant's regeneration yet. Fifteen years later, coming <laughs> back. That. Brutal, brutal. <laughs> uh, yeah, that whole scene was fantastic. Um, I kind of wanted like a post-credit scene of Eleven going back to those fucking bitches at school and just now that she's fully powered, just absolutely demolishing them. <laughs> uh, her, her hitting that girl in the face with a shoe. Mm. As someone that was bullied as a child, I did get. A sense of gratification <laughs> from that because yeah they, that was just awful why was this roller rink letting that happen <laughs> where's it's the adults true. yeah right like, <laughs> there are no adults there. Must run it it's true and that looked like looks so choreographed as well like they put a lot of effort into mm-hmm. harassing l that day and it's like it's like the ice rink just went well they've they, they've worked so hard just 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 let them go for it. <laughs> they've already paid yeah it's fine it's fine. The DJ was in on that as well. It was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so strange. It was very strange. Like, oh, you don't have a dad. Like, what? 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 Yeah. Like, why? Yeah. Why, 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 why is that something awful? to make fun of? Yeah, it was uh, it was awful. Um, I don't I don't know if it was necessarily needed. I know L's always having a rough time, but mm-hmm. it I think it went a bit far. I didn't think like okay, we get it. We get it that L's yeah. having a rough time at school. The whole ice cream scene wasn't really necessary, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I but I guess it But needed... she wasn't just having a rough time at school. She was having a rough time with Mike as well, who was also afraid yeah. of her at the moment. Like, I, that was an important scene, True. I think. Yeah. It tied True. a lot of things together about just also... the state of California and how not... they were coping living there. Not just that, but she's also, like, learning how to integrate into, like, a school environment, yeah. right? Like, mm. She's not had a child. She's not a kid, right. Um and and she's so used to using her powers to solve problems she doesn't really grasp how to deal with this stuff i don't think so like in one of the letters she was saying she was getting better at grammar yeah you know like she's just learning how to be like, a kid yeah, yeah. A, she spoke she a, spoke a so elementary many, kid at this she point she spoke so few words didn't she in the first mm-hmm. couple of seasons uh-huh. but she's learning english as well yeah you can yeah. still hear it when she talks now like she's still not right her syntax and her mm-hmm. yeah and the way that she delivers it's very mm. almost robotic uh informal yeah um yeah so she you know she doesn't really use slang and she's she she's obviously like, sticks out she doesn't use yeah. um right. i can't remember what contractions like yeah don't. she's yeah. Do not cannot uh-huh. yeah yeah um mm. yep she's very yeah, like you say, sort of robotic, I, and I think that's got obviously so much to do with the Brenner stuff because uh-huh. that's where she was raised, right? Um, but yeah, in a the, padded room wearing a hospital gown. The stuff with Elle at the start of the yeah. season was the most interesting she'd been to me the whole show, uh, like because they're trying to like humanize her now that she'd lost her powers, uh-huh. whereas before she felt like the problem solver. Um, well, yeah, I mean, she feels very relatable in this state, right? Mm-hmm. She's just a regular kid, but she, now she's not only is she a regular kid, but she's a kid that's behind. And so she's playing catch up and trying to assimilate. Yeah. And she's also to... not used to being a regular kid. Right. You know? um, 
and being around regular kids. Yeah. Because she never went to school in Hawkins, did she? Not that I know of. No, Hopper had her in that cabin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. Um, I just wish there one more scene where Elle was like the height of her powers and they mm-hmm. just saw her for what she, re- for what she really is. And it would have been awesome. But there we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's just me. I guess they ended up. I mean, on that. a small town just cracked in half and she's going to have to put it back together. So she might be on the news. Maybe, <laughs> Maybe. they'll see it. I hope also, so. Also, speaking of cracking in half, I can't remember exactly what the scene was, but I read that jason who as you saw was literally soldered in half when the earth broke Mm -hmm. um in the earlier part of the season he had said something like yeah it'll cut you right in two or something like that (gasps) and it's just a testament to the duffer brothers and their little foreshadowing yeah even when you don't even realize it's coming i because i read this article and i was like oh yeah like it just (laughs) put everything together i just think they're brilliant so many little easter eggs you're not even expecting it's mm. almost like they planned the whole series and they're not just throwing it together for fun. What a concept. <laughs> what a thought that that would make a really great series. Planning. Oh, man. Just, it's just, it's phenomenal storytelling. That's Absolutely. what it is. It is. And we got to wait another two years to see it again. I know. Maybe three. And then it's done. That's what I'm know really going to be upset. The beautiful thing, one of the only beautiful things about being alive right now is there is so much excellent television to be consumed. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. There really is. Like, it almost feels overwhelming and to try and keep up with all the things that I want to watch. But that's, you know, that's not a bad problem to have. I can't. I can't. HP Max isn't even over here yet. Yeah. And Oh, no. Really? We, no, we don't have HP Max. We have Sky. And we, a I lot don't of think H- we have HBO as a channel, do we? No, we don't. Not at all. Oh, it's man. like Sky Atlantic or something. I think. Yeah. Sky has access to HBO shows, but yeah, we there's still a load that we haven't got over here yet. Like, oh, um, yeah. uh, there's there's Watch a Paramount it. show called Yellow Jackets. I think we haven't got yet. Uh huh. Um, yeah, about the soccer team that's stranded. Yeah, apparently people love that, but we haven't seen that yet. Have you guys uh, been able to watch uh, Watchmen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that yeah. was on uh, Now TV. Okay. I yeah. thought that was a really great one. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, There's a lot yeah, of great Sky, crime shows. Sky got all the HBO stuff, but um, yeah, we get we haven't got the actual app yet. So okay, someday is, hopefully it is like staggering the quality that Netflix can put out though. Yes, um, like yeah, Strange, but they, Stranger Things is great. They um, balance it with a lot of fucking garbage. Oh well, yeah, there's they? a lot of crap <laughs> that they obviously like buy the rights to. I don't think they're making it themselves. I think they're just buying it to have it. Um, yeah, their their original shows that they fund like uh, slightly off topic, but Midnight Mass uh-huh. um, mm. is like maybe the best TV show I've ever seen. Um, it's outstanding television. Yeah, I um, love that whole series of shows. Mm-hmm. The Haunting of Hill House uh, is one of my favorites. Hill House is great. I haven't watched Bly Manor yet, but I love Mike Flanagan um, as a a creator. Um, So yeah, them them giving like creative people like that a platform because he had Midnight Mass planned Uh for years and it couldn't get funded and Netflix just gave him it. So they're, they're, they're like a great outlet as much as they do pick up a lot of crap. They do let people create yeah. These things that probably wouldn't get made otherwise. Every episode of Stranger Things this season cost like thirty million dollars. Yeah. yeah, it was ridiculous. That's insane money. Yeah, yeah I mean, like, there, it's there, only there was Amazon a... that can compete. Yeah. yeah, there was a moment in June where I had for my week plans. I had Stranger Things, The Boys, Miss Marvel, yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi, 
all in the same week. I'm like, what a time to be alive. Yeah. My God. <laughs> yeah. I came out the same weekend and I actually, <laughs> I couldn't watch because I had LASIK down on my eyes and I was like, I chose the worst weekend possible. It I really can't did. see all these. I mean, it was terrible. Yeah. But then I just put on glasses and I was like, fuck it. If my eyes bleed, I'm watching anyway. I don't care. <laughs> that is dedication. That's dedication to the cause right there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, there's a lot of great telly out there. I think I think Stranger Things for me is my favorite show of the year so far. Um, I think all the Marvel, Star Wars stuff on Disney is good, but it just can't compete with something this unique and yeah. interesting. Stranger Things is like nothing else, and that's why it's so much fun. So true. Um, and it's so sad that it's going to an end, but it's got to, it's got to, I suppose, before again, before it games of thrones itself. And yeah. uh, you know, the 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 quality stays up. I didn't want to read from um because Toby, who was gonna join us, uh, but couldn't in the end, he did. Send me over a little thing. He said, season four, it was great. Best series probably so far and a big step up after the kind of embarrassing season three. All right, Tobes, we'll get we'll, we'll get into that one day. Um, <laughs> my wife thinks the theories that Vecna won is actually Eleven's father is how it will play out in season five. I also think that he is Eleven's father. I've told what? Shannon and my husband that. I told you that. Did I not tell you that? No. Okay, I, have I told Sean and Sophia that. Listen, there was that oh, one the scene phone. where there was like some sort of flashback and there were sperm on the screen. I don't care what anybody says. That's exactly what they look like to me. And I was like, in that moment, I was like, <laughs> that's exactly what they look like to you. <laughs> yeah, I was like, he is her father. And Sean was like, no, Sean's my husband. He was like, no. And then we were talking about it. And he was like, shit, that makes sense. And I was like, I've never okay. even thought about Elle's dad. Yeah. It's never even like popped into my head, but that's they like, never talk about it. But yeah. like, yeah, it's never something I've thought of. But that's oh, like, God. Because then that's, I, that's why I was that asking. That could be real. That's why I was asking if you think that they're born with it or if they were injected with it. Because if if he is the outbreak monkey, like I said, and they were using him to make all these other babies. Oh, my God. They oh, my God. Just, they might have just taken his sperm and implanted yeah. it in her mom. Because yeah. she was in that facility. Brenna was always involved there. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh my god. I think you're I, right. My brain is melting right now. <laughs> I don't no, know if I did not discuss this at all. Okay, I'm sorry. That was with Sean and Soph. What a great time to reveal that. Yeah. Glad I, so then we got holy crap. Yeah. That's well, so plausible as well. Oh god. Oh my god. Damn it. That's two okay. years from now. We're not going to get the answer. You know that, right? Like we're never going <laughs> to find out. America will still be standing in three years, maybe. I don't know. That seems unreasonable at this point. We're going to finish off right now with just favorite moments from season four. Anything that jumps out to you, Um, Shannon? Man, don't I? I can't. Yes, all of it. Honestly, I just like I'm just happy with what they did. And there's so many moments, even small like uh, when Argyle and Jonathan are out golfing in the middle of nowhere and Argyle's like, it's not even, I'm stressed out and it's not even my girlfriend. Like just dumb shit like that. The small <laughs> moments and the big moments, they're all woven together beautifully. I just, I believe, I don't think anybody else could pull off what they've done. Nobody yeah. else could act the way that they've done. Nobody else could shoot, write, edit. It, it was an amazing season and I am both excited and terrified for season five yeah yeah you're right I mean, like like we were saying the show's so there's nothing else like it and that's the the wonder of it i think and it's gonna be very sad when uh we all binge season five in a single day and then it's gone forever 
And then we come back and we do another podcast and we commiserate together. Yay. Yes. That'll be fun. I'm going to need it. You guys are my therapists. Thank you in advance. (laughs) Um, Danny, your favorite moments from season four? The I can't. I know it's probably the popular one, but just that scene with Max and Dear Billy running up that hill with that song to her friends. Um, I think it was just so thematic about you know as to why I love this show to begin with is it pulls at every emotion and makes you feel it makes you think it makes you feel joy in the little things I loved all the flashbacks with Max and Elle like those always teared me up because it truly is about friendship in this show and I I thought that um, the scene where Robin and Nancy are in the psychiatrist's office and Robin just kind of you know throws off her facade and her un comfortable puffy shirt and is like you know women are not respected in this field she just kind of took her power and I feel like that's what this whole season was about was everybody finding and embracing their power and being comfortable in it and using it to help their friends so for me the friendships were the best and the music yeah absolutely um right there with you uh Tom um yeah, um, I've I've mentioned a couple of them. like the plane fight scene was great. Uh, mm-hmm. I loved I loved episode I think it was episode nine's uh, Kate Bush moment. Uh, I I am such a sucker for orchestral uh, little additions to songs, um, and Ellen Hopper reuniting at the end hit me real hard because I'm a sucker for that sort of stuff, and I definitely cried. Um, Let them bang! Let them bang! Hashtag get them bang. Well, Ellen Hopper. I mean, I mean Joyce and Hopper. <laughs> Shit, I meant Joyce and Hopper. Oh no! <laughs> um, but no, that them reuniting was was very very sweet. Uh, yeah, I'm a like I'm a sucker for reuniting with people you thought were dead, stuff like that. Um, so it hit me. It it got me. I cried. I cried this time. It's all right, man. It's all right, man. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Oh no, I, I cry everything. Well. I cry everything. I cried my, my ass off. Um, my, my my favorite bit in the whole thing was um, Dustin talking to Eddie's uncle. Eddie's uncle completely getting like glossed over with how good he was. He was oh, man. super. Yeah, three we did miss that. And we he's did. outstanding in every single one. I feel like he's probably like a character actor because yeah. he was great. And Dustin's little speech was really good too. Like that's his. Mm, I see that his Dustin passing on the um the, the plectrum. pick. Yeah, yeah. And just calling him a hero, it was just, it broke me completely. It was That was his first sort of, I think, emotional moment in the mm. show. Well, no, Eddie's dead. He helped. Oh, yeah, 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 true. Uh, Dustin's my favorite kid Dustin of the boys. Is, Dustin oh, yeah. has absolutely Without a doubt. become my favorite yeah. kid. Dustin yeah. was mine, but the evolution of Lucas this season has got me on board 100%. I yeah. should never have knocked. What a line. Oh. I should never have let you into the team. I should never have knocked. I was like, oh, come oh, on, Lucas. But yeah, um, <laughs> Dustin crushed it throughout the whole season, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And um, he's uh, he's going to be a great actor. He's going to be a great character actor. He I hope he can... Yeah, these hope, kids are so stupidly talented. I hope eventually, you know, he's going to be... Because Dustin is such a unique character. I think he's going to be Dustin for a long time. Yeah. But, um, I, I hope that you can shake it off and do like a Radcliffe and just make really weird shit for the rest of his yeah. life. He's felt like the kid with the most to do for like the last two seasons. I agree. Yeah, because um, he's got he, he's got the most charisma, isn't he? He's the most entertaining yeah, to watch. I, f- I oh, think yeah. I think they knew what to latch onto with him. 
Yeah. Like his stuff of Steve, his stuff of Eddie. Like the stuff great. of Steve is so heartwarming, isn't it? It's it really so, is. It's, it's so, so pure. It's like, wipe your feet on the outside of the car, not the inside of the car. <laughs> yeah, amazing. Yeah, those little bits. Um, Robin um, making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches with the love of her life. I mean, that was just oh, a yeah. very, 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 cute. A very oh, sweet yeah. moment. And Steve, and Steve doing a very smiling cheesy... at her. You're like all yeah. proud. Yeah, doing like a very cheesy soap opera going, well, you. Proud Mama Steve. <laughs> proud but sad because he doesn't know if he's going to get that. He doesn't know if he's going to have that. He's going to have that for five seconds with Nancy before he gets murdered. Uh, before she Stop gets murdered. It. Um, mark Nancy. it down, man. I'm telling you. Nancy's going to get the spinoff. She's going to walk through, wander through the upside down alone with nothing but a shotgun. And that'll nah. be the show. Holy shit. <laughs> that would be great. Up. I would watch the shit out of that. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. That got me unreasonably excited. Yeah. I think yeah. Jonathan will die. I think he'll die so I, they yeah. can be together. I hope so. <laughs> Whoa there. Damn, I Jonathan alone. <laughs> Can't help it. Swear about right Joyce now. not been through enough. She doesn't need to lose both her kids because ah. I'm telling you, Will is going to die. Well, I, I don't hope want he to lose both of her kids. I, and I hope Will doesn't die too. I think Mike is going to die. I'm okay with that. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of winning it into existence. I just want it to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay I'm with that. I mean, at Mike. this point, we'll see how he does next week. Or next he'll, probably week. Have, he'll probably have more <laughs> to do now. Yeah. Oh, I hope so. I mean, this one, this looks like a it's going to be one epic showdown. Well, they said it's going to be probably a shorter season, like episode-wise. So uh, I'm expecting like long episodes, but there might be only yeah. five. Uh, like, I'm, I'm okay with that. As long as the story's tight, If they it's do it fine. right, yes, yes. Uh, Again, I, as long as okay. they make Westeros it, we'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm just so afraid of that now. Like, you tell me there's going to be six episodes in the final season. I am suspicious. Yeah, but the finale was nearly two and a half hours long. That's I, true. If they're long episodes, then that's fine. Yeah, if they sure look it, you know. <laughs> Yeah. Sherlock was in what 90 minute episodes, mm-hmm. and there was only yeah. three of them a series, and so but it was more than enough, I think. Yeah, I think they might I have, believe over, in I them. think they might have overstuffed this season a little bit. It felt indulgent. <laughs> yeah, there um, were a lot of storylines yeah. to keep up with. Yeah, now that they've brought everyone back together, I think you're right. I think it probably will be a shorter season. Um, because yeah. this mm-hmm. one had like world ending stakes. And that's yeah. still that's still prevalent, but now it's isolated. And it looks like there's, there's sort of there's nothing there's nothing to set up, is there? We've seen what the situation yeah. is. They yeah. just got to get to that work almost shot. immediately. How and that's gonna... that's I think I read another thing saying that the, it's gonna go like it mm-hmm. from episode one. Boom, we're going into it. Like there's no build up. It's I would be I wouldn't be surprised if the start of episode one is that scene at the end of episode nine with them standing on the hill. That wouldn't surprise me yeah. at all. If they, they just start right back where they left off. Yes. I, I like, think... I know they talk about a time jump, but I don't think it's going to be at the start. I think it's going to be more of an ending thing. I think it's going to how they wrap the series up. They need to do something if they do do a time jump, because that the outcome of what happens at the end of that episode, that's like, oh, they need to do something here. Yeah, they can't, that's an they can't just, thing. They can't just let that go by and then say, oh, it's three years later mm. or whatever. Um, they need to do something. <laughs> Just be a scene of like them sitting around going, "Cool, that was a crazy day, huh?" I know, I know. <laughs> that they they mentioned they wanted to film four and five back to back, but just because of the size of it, they didn't. So they might have filmed something already yeah. that goes at the front of season five, maybe. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Oh yeah, there were so many great moments. I mean, I don't think anything beats Dustin singing the Neverending Story. Ugh. 
down. Oh, oh and is. we didn't even talk about Susie. Their track to Susie's house. Like, like that was mayhem. fun. Right. That yeah. was fun. I did enjoy that. That was very Goonies. Yes. Was, not, not enough Susie. Not enough Susie in this series. I agree. There never is. There was a. She's just there to help. <laughs> just like solve a math equation. Okay, thanks. Bye. Be smart, please. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. There were so many moments in the series, actually. You just forget because there's so many, so many highs that you forget the kind of the smaller moments like that, except for the wink, of course, in the video rental store that Tom picked up on. I think the smallest moments are like the best ones. Absolutely. Um, there's a lot of attention to detail in this show, mm. and now, and now that I know they're going back and editing stuff, there's probably way more they've added in, like yeah. little background elements, like. Uh, I think it was Danny that said about the the clock. That feels uh-huh. like something they could have added into. Um, mm. It's a great reason to go back in mm. and uh, yeah, you know, watch it all over again. Yeah, I oh, didn't. Darn. I I didn't go into season four. I watched like a fifteen minute recap, not realizing there was a recap at the start of the show. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, the recap was handy at the start of the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think after three years they needed one. Yeah, probably. It's a, lot, it's a lot to expect people to watch like thirty episodes of TV. Excuse right. you, sir. No, I do. I'm I a, did I'm it a, just I'm fine. A, I'm a habitual rewatcher anyway, yeah. and I think right. this will definitely be one that I rewatch for years to come. Yeah, but you guys are so used to it because your series, like back in the day, used to be like 25 yeah. episodes long. 24, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the thing. Here, episode things are like lucky if they get to 10. Yeah. I know that's crazy. <laughs> like, and even so, on oh. American Netflix, when I watch British shows, like for, for example, The Great British Bake Off, um, oh, and Black Mirror, I just watched too. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they're in. Like every episode you watch, it takes you back to the beginning because they have them stacked so strangely, and they're not called seasons; they're called series. Yeah, series? yeah, yeah. That's what they're actually called. Yeah. So every time I was watching a Black Mirror episode, I had to go back to the menu and go and choose the episode I was on because it always took me back to the first episode. And I don't know if you know what the first episode of that is, but it's when the prime minister yeah fucks a pig. The pig. Yeah. That's okay. The one, yeah. And it's honestly probably the most disturbing episode of that entire show. But it so it always takes me back to that. So I'm always like fiddling really? with it. Yeah, I hate I don't know why that happens. It happens with the Great British Bake Off too. Any of the British shows that I watch. No, you think um, the first you think that one's the most disturbing episode. I do, yeah. Ooh, wow. Hard disagree. Hard I, disagree. I can't oh. remember which one it is, but there's the one with that baby. In the crib oh, at the end. The that's, one that's the bad one. <laughs> the baby in the crib at the end. Oh, I can't remember which episode it is. The kid getting trolled online by people that have watched that one him. is that one is also... that is the darkest oh, thing the I've one... ever yeah. seen. Oh, because he was watching kid porn on his webcam. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's that one was a. But this one, this man actually fucks a pig. Maybe we should have a whole new Black Mirror podcast too geez <laughs> there's endless things to talk about in that show that's for sure a lot of those episodes are just fucked up yeah <laughs> they true. are fucked up well then i think we can uh, we can call it there um thank you all very much indeed um for listening to the stranger things spoiler special um, we held on we didn't ask you your favorite moment yeah i, think. I, I said and then i said um dustin and um eddie's uncle in the oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah yeah we did get that. um sorry i was I, I was already broken um and that didn't help yeah that's yeah. <laughs> great um just it in was. general um the just the performances of everyone this year were just so satisfying Amazing. um except for mike but everything <laughs> else was everything else was great um i can't i don't, I, I don't know 
what the fuck they're going to do next. I can't wait to I cannot wait to find out because I have absolutely no idea where this is going. Yeah. And that's what's so exciting about it. It's going to the upside down, Ross. We're already in the upside down, Shannon. Yeah, that's true. He's not wrong. Oh. The upside down is now the um, right side up. Right side the, up. Exactly that. Yeah. The here mm-hmm. and now. Yeah. Bring it on. But apparently, Arlene uh-huh. Hawkins, no one else is going to get affected by this. Yeah. I want that Indiana to be is 20 minutes away from us. So we need to. Oh, man. Did they shoot there or did they shoot somewhere else? Somewhere else, likely. Yeah. Probably oh, okay. in. Um, the, the tax breaks are not great in Indiana. So. <laughs> okay, yeah. what was that? There was that great scene, like when they said two days later, and you see everyone leaving Hawkins, mm-hmm. and it's like finally Hawkins yeah. is a, a terrible place. <laughs> right, that, there's leave. like a single pizza van heading in. It reminded yeah. me of um, Independence Day when Independence everybody's Day, leaving. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I literally just watched that last night. <laughs> nice, I haven't seen yeah. that for years. Oh, I'm not very film. patriotic, but I love the fuck out of Independence Day. Remember when Will Smith was, you know, loved and credible? I still love him. I still Can't love him too, it. but apparently I'm not allowed to anymore. Well, I'm gonna. Solidarity, <sighs> Ross. Solidarity. Sometimes people need to be slapped, Danny. You know what I'm saying? I agree. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Uh. Well, on that note, um, thank you very much indeed for listening. That was a lot of fun. I very much enjoyed that. Um, yes. Don't forget, if you do want to follow us, you can follow us absolutely everywhere. Just go to the link tree in the description below to find us in all the places. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can go at FNGRGNS. If you want to follow us individually, all of our handles are in the description below as well. If you really like what we do, hey, want to follow our Patreon for $1 a month? You can keep this podcast live on its various podcast hosting services and keep the website nice and shiny. Oh, can you tell I've done that 161 times? My God. It is effortless every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's like a catchphrase now. Um, a big thank you to Tom Woods. Thank you, man, for your time. Mm, yeah, I really enjoyed this. Always, always a pleasure. Um, Shannon Beatty, thank you very much indeed. Of course. You know, TV video games. Come get me. I can Absolutely. talk for days. I am super. You're welcome on the main podcast anytime to talk video games with us. You know that. All right, man. But yeah, you just have, you just have to work to our timing. That's the problem. Oh, God. <laughs> we'll make it work. It'll be fine. 8.30 on a Monday. That's like 3 o'clock in the afternoon for you. Uh, just don't tell my boss. Okay. Okay. We'll work it out. We'll work it out. <laughs> and of course, a big thank you to my arch enemy, but the truly wonderful and lovely Danny Strail. Thank you very much. I had a great time. Um, I appreciate you popping my podcast, Cherry. This was my first. So. I can't believe this is your first ever podcast. You were such a natural. It was such a oh, fun thank chat. You. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it was great. I really enjoyed it. So um, can't wait until we meet again you know, for you guys the final season. Oh, my God. You and Danny, you and Shan have got to do like a, a spinoff podcast of some kind. Yeah, we really should, Shan. Dude, we'd get canceled so quick. That could be fun. We, we got vows and they run, and people be like, mm, Nope, go get them. Hey guys, welcome to our podcast. Which positions should Joyce and Nova play this week? <laughs> oh, oh my god, a Stranger Wait, that's Things it. That's adult it. character erotica podcast. Shannon. Stranger that's Sins. Oh, yes. oh, Stranger Sins. Look at that. Okay. I don't know. I don't know don't how do I feel this. about the. Yeah, okay. Anyway, wanna... thanks for having us. <laughs> Shannon and I are gonna, sure the rest of them not so much Shannon and I are going to talk later about our erotica podcast and yeah, uh, thanks for absolutely. the inspiration oh you're most God, welcome it'll be so you're good. most welcome <laughs> and of course I have been Roscoe 
Until next time, my friends, we will see you in the Upside Down. Bye. Running up that hill. Running up that building. (laughs) 